What's going on, everybody? And welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Opinionated Brother Podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 149. What's happening, everybody? What's cracking, lacking, and the good words of my friend Patrick? What's shaking and baking, people? What's happening? I hope everybody's doing good out there in the world today. Um, whether you're listening to us from your bed, from work, from your car, from your TV screen, from your phone. We love that you're listening. We appreciate you guys. Uh, Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you. You feel what I'm saying? Um, Shout out to everybody, um, you know, listening from um, here in New York to back home in Michigan, Florida, to back, um, you know, in Cali, you know, all 50 states, you feel what I'm saying? And across the waters, we love you, we love you, we appreciate you. Um, like I said last week, we're still getting this, you know, adjustment thing together. So we apologize for the late delay of the episode. Um, um, yeah, yesterday was, I was mad tired because Sunday I was up for like 15 plus hours, right? And, um was up from like five till um working and everything so uh excuse me i had to just get myself together you know what i'm saying like um 15 hours really took my took a toll on my body you know i really didn't really and and then going to sleep afterwards um i really didn't get no sleep um get any sleep for real for real uh that that Sunday night going into Monday, so just took that Monday to just like recuperate and you know just get my you know body together and everything like that. But of course, you know I never come without a great show for you. So we got some things to talk about. So we're going to talk about the presidential debate and the election, um, making sure encouraging everybody to go vote. I seen yesterday. Um, today is Tuesday, um, 10:05 a.m. my time. I seen yesterday on Monday that a lot of people here in Brooklyn. Um, we're going to vote. I seen that a lot of people um, in Michigan were going to vote. I seen that my boys, uh, Cordell and Patrick, shout out to them, you know, went to go vote. I seen a lot of people just going to vote, period. I see a lot of people going, um, uh, turning in their absentee ballots and voting as well. So please, guys, listen. I Like I said before, I understand that a lot of us don't want to vote. I was one of those people, um, not even just in this election but also in 2016 so i understand that we don't want to vote but we have to and we need to um this 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 election for real is is crucial it's crucial for you you are even though we may be a small part of you know of this uh of this country we are still a part of it so your voice needs to be heard so i encourage you um everybody whoever's whoever's listening to me from the sound of my voice right now i just encourage you to go vote um whether that's to do absentee or waiting in line to do it um by hand make sure you go vote uh, today tomorrow whenever you know saying uh make sure that on november 3rd uh, we get those, we get those votes in, and we get those votes counted, and we making right decisions, man. You know what I'm saying? Right decisions for yourselves. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what it is. You know, at this point in the game, it, it listen. You know, all we can, all I can ask is to God have mercy on us. You know what I'm saying? Uh, continuously. So we'll see how November comes out, y'all. You know what I'm saying? So make sure that you just go vote. But we'll talk about the presidential debate in the election, um, a little bit more. 
in detail. We're going to talk. What else we gonna talk? We gonna talk these. Um, we gonna talk the red table talk. Um, in the episode that she had with uh, Amber Rose, um, and um, talking the episode about consent as well. Uh, consent when it comes to sex. We're gonna talk about this. <laughs> Speaking of consent to sex, we have to talk about this man. Oh God, who was having sex with chickens? Yep, I cannot make this up. We're gonna talk about it. We're gonna discuss it. Um, uh, Lord have mercy. We're gonna talk about Kanye and his uh, his interview with Joe Rogan and him talking about Black History Month. Um, we're gonna definitely talk about that. Uh, we're gonna talk about Boosie. And Mike Tyson's interview, which was a very interesting one. Um, our MVP and our clown of the week is very tied in together. So we're going to talk about that in a minute. And then for the second half of the show, I want to get, <laughs> I want to get into just a little bit, just a little dialogue, me and y'all, um, about Sweetie, right? Not about her, you know what I'm saying? I love you, Sweetie. But no, more so her comments um, on uh, Quavo's IG Live. Um, she said, basically, if you know, if your man ain't buying your, you know, your bags, if he ain't paying your bills, send that nigga back to the streets. Okay. That's how she said it. So, <laughs> you know, so we're, we're going to discuss that, you know, say how, how many women and men think that way. Right. Um, in a sense. And is that appropriate? You know, so we'll, we'll discuss that in a second half of the show. So let's get into it. Um. Our MVP of the week is Shonda Rhimes. Now, if you don't know who Shonda Rhimes is, you're living under a rock. Um, if you do know who Shonda Rhimes is, clap for yourself because Shonda Rhimes is probably one of the most amazing and most talented writers, producers in Hollywood, period. Um, and she's black and a woman. Yep, she's a black woman, and that's period. Now, she left ABC. ABC, right? Yeah, she left ABC um, to, you know, go to Netflix. Now, this is this is an old story, right? This is an old story, right? That she left Nef- uh, a- uh, ABC to go to Netflix for $300, uh, $300 million, a $300 million deal for a lot more creative freedom, right? Of course. That's the bag. Let's get this back, right? But we never knew why. And that's why our MVP and our Clown of the Week kind of tie in together, right? Because our Clown of the Week is Disneyland, right? Now, if you read the article about why Shonda Rhimes left ABC, because in my mind, when I, when I heard the story at first, when Shonda Rhimes actually left, um, I was like, why did she leave, Right? And maybe I'm thinking, maybe it was just like a, you know, thinking like it was an upheaval thing, you know, executives, like really, the article really, really tailored to what the hell I was thinking. Like, you know, she was, she was just tired of making the same old stuff, you know, how to get away with murder, um, Olivia Pope and, um, you know, Grey's Anatomy, you know, she kind of, you know, when you have successful runs of shows like that, when you have so many successful runs of shows that kind of not bleed kind of the same concept but 
kind of the same aura in a sense with different shows, you know, you kind of want to switch up, right? And so I'm thinking like, you know, she just wanted to create a switch up and, you know, negotiations, you know, maybe, you know, ABC wasn't throwing her that bag, you know what I'm saying? Maybe ABC wasn't throwing her that money, you know what I'm saying? And Netflix said, I'm, we going to throw you that money because we see what you can do. We, we know <laughs> what you can do with the pen, right? So we, we, we want that. We, we want to pay that money. Nothing like that at all. Nothing like that at all. To, to read what actually happened, that's why Disney is getting, Disney is getting this, um, this Clown of the Week award. And kind of ABC in a, in a sense as well. Right? ABC and, and Disney. Right? Because when she was renegotiating her contract, it wasn't that they weren't paying her. And that's the crazy part. I'm like, what? It wasn't because they, so what was it? And this is how petty this is, right? This is how petty Disneyland is. This is how petty ABC is. Shonda Rhimes only wanted full vacation at Disneyland. Full exclusive, all exclusive, all exclusive shit, right? So all the high, high price Disneyland prices, the exclusive packages, put that in there. That's all I want. That's it. Anything else, Ms. Rhymes? That's all I want. That's, that's that right, right there. And I want it for my sister. Can you just give it to my sister so she can just have a vacation all exclusive? All exclusive at Disneyland? That's all you wanted? Shit, I got you. But would you know what Disneyland did? Disneyland said no. Well, well, no. ABC said, okay, we got you. Disneyland, when they got there, though, said, nah, this, this ain't it. It's not working. Your name is not popping up. What? So, as reported, Shonda Rhimes called the exec, say, hey, fuck y'all doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fuck y'all doing? What's going on? Y'all, I thought we had, you know, an agreement. She said the lady told her, we don't do that for people. I thought, you got it. Wait, we don't do that for people. Now, working in corporate America as long as I have, that's a but that that is a bunch of baloney and that's a bunch of bullshit, right? Like stop playing. Companies do pay for that shit. Company pay, companies pay for flights and hotels and shit like that. You telling me they can't pay? Stop playing. Stop it. Stop it. So <laughs> Shonda was like, bet you can't even you can't even give me. A hotel package, like a, a just a vacation package, all exclusive paid. Like I ain't even asking you for a cent more. I'm only asking you for an exclusive paid trip for my sister, and you can do that. Called her rep and said, "We're getting out of here. We're moving to Netflix." The thing about this story that makes this so intriguing is that this wasn't. She didn't leave. Because of negotiation problems. She left because y'all couldn't even do a simple fucking task. Like, we asked you for fucking simple shit. And you all, y'all, y'all, y'all can't even do that shit. Why? Because that particular person or that p- 
particular executive that she was talking to doesn't get the same maybe perks that Shonda got? The jealousy and the envy in the room? That's bullshit. But you see what happens. Off of a fucking... Like, y'all could have kept her off of a Disneyland ticket. <laughs> like, ABC... I know ABC is cringing right now. Like, y'all could have kept her off an, off a fucking ticket. Like, y'all are dumb. And I bet and, and I bet you she's still getting residuals. Oh, man, she's still getting residuals from um, Olivia Pope and them. I forgot the show. Um, from How to Get Away with Murder, uh, How, How to Get Away with Murder, and from Grey's Anatomy. She's still making that money. You let a high-profile Hollywood beast. In the sense of literally bringing great content to the screen, you let her walk out the door because y'all couldn't give her, y'all couldn't give her what she asked for, which wasn't more money, which was just give my sister an all-exclusive paid trip to vac or vacation, whatever, to Disneyland. Everything. Give her the 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 give her the works. And y'all couldn't do that? Oh, oh, ABC Disneyland. Oh, y'all are horrible. Oh, y'all fucked up. I was in my head like, oh, y'all fucked up. Y'all fucked up. Y'all fucked But that's how bossy Shonda is. That's how you know. That, but that's, but that's, that, that shows me, that continues to show me, know your worth as, a, as, 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 as being black and talented. You know what I'm saying? Her pen spoke for herself. How many seasons of Grey's Anatomy? I can't even count. <laughs> can't even. I can't. I can't count. I don't even know. I don't even know if she's still making new ones. I feel like new ones still being made. <laughs> but how many seasons? How many people? Like people still talk about Grey's Anatomy to this day. How to get away with murder? Olivia Pope and them. Come on now. But Disneyland fucked up. You should just gave it to her. You should just let her have it. An executive who was at ABC who, who got it, who called it Attitude, right? You witnessed Clown of the Week too. Because you a clown for get, getting up. Don't you got it? But even if I did, this is what I negotiated. Fuck is you talking about? Man. Y'all let Shonda, y'all let Shonda slip through y'all fingers for for an all exclusive pay. That's fucking nuts. I bet Netflix won't make that. I I I I bet you, Netflix won't make that. I hmm, hmm. I bet you Netflix said, "I got you. We got to. We want to go. Sea World. We <laughs> where y'all want to go? Six Flags. See the point. I got you. You feel what I'm saying? We got you. What you need? I just learned that Netflix has a $6 billion production budget. $6 billion production budget. That's a lot of fucking money. Do you hear me? $6 billion production budget? And now y'all got one of the most powerful... Most powerful people with a pen... In terms of TV, 
on y'all squad and Shonda Rhimes? Yeah, y'all blundered this ABC. Y'all, y'all, because I, I didn't know how much y'all like how how fucked up this was, right? Because like I said before, I'm thinking like it was a negotiation problem or whatever. But y'all fucked this up over a Disneyland ticket. Like that's that's my thing. Like y'all 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 really are some clowns <laughs> because. Y'all let this blunder over. Like y'all, y'all could have still had Shonda on, right? She might have left after, you know. She might have left after a couple, you know, you know, after a year or two or whatever. But y'all blundered this. Y'all let this. Y'all, y'all blundered it over a ticket, bro. The worth that, first of all, our black people are experiencing and knowing about themselves is a is is amazing, and a lot of these executives white powerful executives are really getting upset because they know that one we're a little bit more talented than them and i don't even want to say a little bit because i don't even want to sound like that but i'm gonna sound like it anyway we're a lot more talented than y'all and we and y'all understand we make y'all great money and we take that away from you you couldn't even give her what she asked for for y'all to continue making great money from her well, I mean, y'all, y'all are still kind of crazy now, but still, no more Shonda. You're done. And I mean, y'all really didn't have nothing going good for yourselves anyway, except for Blackish, right? But even, even a lot of mixed mixed. This is on Freeform, right? Um, what's the other one? The other one ish is on Freeform. Man, these big companies better get it together. Um, let's talk Boosie and Mike Tyson. So Mike Tyson and Boosie had a was on a um, uh, Boosie was on a hot boxing podcast with Mike Tyson, um, and I don't know the other white dude, but you know the white dude. And um, <laughs> Boosie had an interesting conversation. I mean, well, Mike Tyson had an interesting conversation with Boosie. Um, just really, I think. Mike really was trying to break Boosie down in a way, trying to get him to understand a lot of the things that, you know, he does and says maybe not wrong in a sense, but just like kind of watch what you say and everything and respect people's feelings. And it was a great interview, honestly, like because Mike Tyson related. He was like, you're me, bro. I'm not judging. I used to be you 10 years ago. You know what I'm saying? He was like that. He was like, I used to be you. I used to say what the fuck I wanted to say and say how I said it. Like, literally, what you said, you know what I'm saying? And shout out to Boosie because, you know, he said he apologized um, to Dwayne Wade um, about the comments about, you know, his daughter. And whether he, you know, whether he meant it or not, and which he said he will, you know, he meant what he said. It's not your, you know, it's not your business, right? You know what I'm saying? I've always said that. Like, you can mean what you say, but it's not your business. Mind the business that pays you. And, 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 and that's not your business. You know what I'm saying? Because you have eight kids, right? And like I said before, um, when this topic came up, um, you wouldn't want nobody saying something about your kids. You know what I'm saying? Because I already know how you would probably get down. You feel what I'm saying? You would be ready to fight. Your kids would be ready to fight. And you'd be ready to clap a nigga. You feel what I'm saying? So, it, like, if you don't want nothing done to you, you got to respect 
that no, like, you got to respect people enough to sit here and be like, okay, I don't want the same thing done to me, so let me shut the fuck up. And I think that's what Mike was really just trying to tell him the whole show. And it was a good show, right? It was a good show. But the thing about it is, and a lot of, a lot of black men have to, when we have conversations like that, when we get real deep and shit like that, we got to be receptive. And the dude that was next to Boosie, he wasn't receptive. And I get it. You know what I'm saying? A lot of black men in those positions don't like to be talking about their feelings and, you know, therapy and whatnot and shit like that. But in that sense, to keep it a bean, when we don't have those conversations... Um, it's not even you trying to go to therapy. We not. I know I don't try to push that on nobody. You know what I'm saying? Especially my black men. But at the same time, I do push that we need to change how we act and change um, the dynamic of um, our level of respect towards one another, towards our women, towards everything. Right? We. I definitely believe that we have to literally change that aspect around and when Mike was just talking about himself and how he was you know really just giving some therapy to the to to the to Boosie and everything and Boosie was real receptive that was the crazy part with me Boosie was real receptive and he was real open right Boosie was open about it and the thing is I I always I never never liked Boosie right like Boosie's cool as fuck Boosie, I, I love Boosie's music right and Bo- and, and the reason why I love Boosie so much is because Boosie sit here and he's honest Right when you can be brutally honest like that, it it takes a, it takes a strong takes a strong soul to be brutally honest like that. But sometimes, sometimes being brutally honest means to be shut the fuck up. Right, like sometimes you just gotta shut the fuck up because it's not it's not your place. Right, so I think that was what Mike was trying to tell him, trying to tell maybe both of them. Right, in a sense, like you know, we just gotta be better. In a sense, we do have to be better. Um, and that kind of ties into the Red Table Talk that I watched earlier today um, with the consent, um, um, you know, Gam, Jada, uh, Willow had, um, Amber Rose, um, Ruby, uh, her mother is a famous actress, but she had her own. Um, and this uh, black dude who was an advocate for consent for women, right? And um, it was a great show, honestly, from start to finish. It was it was a great show, um, in which I I agreed with a lot of what everybody said, right? It wasn't a time where I didn't disagree, and it was a time for me to learn, right? For me, when we when we talk about consent, when we talk about sex, um, for me, I've always been that type of conscious person to try and always make sure that I'm not making anybody uncomfortable. You understand what I'm saying? Because we've heard and seen and because I have people that I know and I care about deeply that have been sexually abused, raped, right? Who've been in those non-consensual sex um, areas, um it is apparent for me 
it is important for me to make sure that I don't make women feel uncomfortable when going into those situations, right? Now, um, the episode was really um, not only just a learning experience for me, but also it reaffirmed a lot of the things that I thought we as men have to change about ourselves because when a woman says no, and if she's saying no frantically, she doesn't want you around her, she doesn't want you on her, that means no. Right? And I believe every time a woman has said no to me, I don't go that far. I don't I don't take it. I don't take it farther than that. Because in the back of my mind, and and being on a campus at the time, right? Being on a campus where sexual 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 assaults and rape cases were so high, but they were not I don't believe most of them to all of them were ever solved or handled or anything to be on a campus where I'm getting sexual assault email uh, um, alert emails maybe every month right every month and that's just the ones they reported it got to a point where you're just like okay men have to be conscious now I'm not saying women are not sitting here and maybe you know not um, speaking up or whatever, you know, not doing their part. And that was a big thing with Gam, where she was just like, you know, even when you're going over that dude's apartment or house or hotel or whatever, you know, and even if he is in the mindset of getting your drawers and you're in the mindset of, you know, I'm just chilling, there has to be a possibility. And I believe that is a fact. Whenever you get alone in that in that moment, there is a slight possibility. And it may be the smallest of possibility. It could be a 1% to a 10% to a 20%. But even the smallest possibility, you know it's coming. You know that it's, it's not coming, but you know that it's in the back of your mind that this could potentially go ahead. Even if it's a 1% chance. And sometimes we don't take that 1% seriously. Right? And so for men, we have to be more aware of the woman. I know for me, I'm an energy type of dude. So when I feel that it ain't going, it, we stop it off the rip. Nah, it ain't. I can see it ain't even. It, it don't even feel. Nope. Let's just stop. And for me, I'm, all, I'm always like, let me know. You feel what I'm saying? Like, tell me if this is not what you want to do. Right? Because I don't, I don't want you to be uncomfortable. And a lot of men force themselves on women. Right? They won't say it. A lot of men won't say it. But they force themselves on women. Feel of making them feel guilty. Right? So the woman's feelings is like, ah. I don't know. But you do have, but women have to speak up a little bit more. You have to be clear. Men are manipulative, absolutely. But in that sense, you have to speak up a little bit more. 
Everybody has to do that part. Consent is real. Like when a woman says no, it means no. When she says yes, that means yes. And trust me, when she says yes, it means yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but when she's saying no, that means no. That don't mean, oh, that's attractive to me. No. Because we know what no means. Men know what no means. And, and women have to... Mm. And this was a big thing on the Red Table Talk, too. Women have to stop sitting here and caring about the feelings of that man in the process. You understand what I'm saying? Stop caring about what he thinks. Right? Like, because in that sense, when you're saying no, when you said no multiple times, now you're uncomfortable. Now that means he is not respecting what you have going on. He's not respecting that. He's not taking what your, your feelings into accountability. He's only doing what the fuck he wants to do. So he's not thinking about you. He's not thinking about your feelings. So why are you thinking about his? Right? So l- listen, I would I would definitely suggest everybody go watch that consent episode. It was a great episode. Um, great, great episode too, man. Um, let's okay. So, the transitions right now are great, because <laughs> because we talk about consent and we talk about sex, right? Going into this next story, um, is and it, and it's making me cringe. Like it's really if I had if I had I was still doing video, y'all would see my face, and it's and it's really making me cringe talking. Ugh, because hearing this donkey of the day um, from Charlemagne about this, this it made me cringe even, even, because even, I had to talk about it. Because I, because just like him, I have so many questions, and they, <laughs> and they not. I, I, mm, okay, so a man in the UK, right? And shout out to everybody um, that listened to me from the UK. Shout out, uh, shout out to the personal fam, pie fam over there. Uh, what the fuck is going on, podcast? But <laughs> there's a dude, this man in the UK, right? <clears throat> and he <laughs> decided, well, him and his wife, right? He decided, him and his wife decided that they wanted to get a little bit more freakier in the bedroom. When they get a little more freaky, right? Okay. And so, I believe they took getting freaky er to a whole nother level, right? And so, I'm talking slow because this is this is this is nasty. The man starts to have sex with chickens live chickens I, I can't make this up this is real he is now in prison for three years for literally killing chickens with his pain and this was a sexual desire for his wife 
how sick and I say this in the most genuine way possible but I also say this and also say this with a little bit of shade how sick do you have to be to sit here and literally have that's just to have sex with chickens like you remember like I know some of y'all remember the two, two, two girls one cup right then you had the horse, two girls, one horse, or what shit? Like, like that shit is just nasty, you know. And and that's what this reminded me of, right? Just, just disgustingness. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I just don't know because I'm, I, I don't like. I can't fathom why you would have sex with animals. Especially a fucking chicken. I eat those. Oh god. It made me it made me want to just stop eating chicken. <laughs> like for real, I'm not playing. Like it made me want to stop eating and I was so just ill. Like that's that's disgusting. But you know, call it what you want. You know, I guess, you know, to each his own. Uh, like I say, he has three years in prison. Uh, just nasty. Just, ugh, my, my stomach hurts. <laughs> my stomach hurts, guys. Like, because cause that's just disgusting, y'all. Like, come on now. Chickens? Sexual desires? You, you get off fucking chickens you get all fucking chickens how how so nastiest ugh good lord um let's talk Kanye and black um his comments on black history month um Kanye had an interview with Joe Rogan um which was a, a, a good interview um they were just talking about the presidential election how he might run for governor and whatnot, whatnot, yada, yada, yada. And, um, <clears throat> you know, he was talking about, you know, how people were looking at him and saying that he's crazy for running for president, yada, yada, yada. But Trump got in, so it's not that crazy, which is not. Because um, Ronald Reagan, like I said, also got in and was the governor of California and the president. And he had no political background. He was just a celebrity, an entertainer, and an actor, right? So, um, he also was talking about Black History Month. And basically how um, a lot of us don't even know our history. We don't even know if we're descended from slaves, yada, yada, yada. And there were some things that I agree with him on when it, when it pertained to Black History Month, right? I think I've been vocal on this, on this platform a lot when I've... Um, said that I particularly don't like Black History Month myself um, in the sense that this day or I'm sorry this month um, and 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 I believe over the past couple couple years we've 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 been celebrating our history a lot more but other than that uh, Black History Month was that month for us to celebrate our history and then for us to just go back to our regular lives 
right? That's that's what it was. And no matter how you flip it, weigh it, dice it, cut it, whatever, that's 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 exactly <clears throat> that's exactly what that was, right? And so, um, you know, he was saying like, why give us a month? You know, what I'm saying just to celebrate our history, which I I completely agree. You know, when when Kanye talks, Kanye, when Kanye when Kanye talks, sometimes he does make sense. And I've always said when it came to Black History Month that we that one twenty eight days for one is not a an applicable month in America to celebrate our history. You feel what I'm saying? Um and then for a lot of people, a lot of white businesses and um a lot of minority businesses on top of that, um only celebrate the big three in black history and I'm talking Martin, Malcolm and Rosa. That's it. Right? Now over the past maybe like I want to say maybe 5 years, you know, I'll I'll even maybe put 10 years even if if you want to go. We have been doing better in celebrating our history way more than just Black History Month. Right? Other than just Black History Month making sure that we are understanding that we are kings and queens, that we come from the descendants of 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 our ancestors who were strong, who were resilient, you know what I'm saying, but who were also beaten and enslaved, raped, tortured by the by um by their ancestors. Right? So um when I think about that, I don't think about 28 days being a longer month. Like, I mean, I mean, February can be the month. That's cool. But 28 days is not it. And so for me, um, now that we as a culture are kind of celebrating our history a little bit more every day, right? A little bit better. Um, you know, Black History Month isn't so bad. But at the same time, um, we still have a long ways to go. So I so I get where Kanye's come from. I understand what he's saying. But he was still talking about, you know, we don't know if we're descendants slaves. I'm like, Kanye, you're descended from a slave, brother. <laughs> like, I don't know what you what where did you where did you think you came from? He think you come from some Lovecraft country shit. I think that, that's what I think. Um to, let's talk about the presidential debate quickly. Uh I didn't watch it. I wasn't watching that debacle of a of a debate. Um, I wasn't watching another one. I'm sorry. Um, I didn't even watch the highlights uh, because I knew it was going to be. I, I I don't care. I, honestly, y'all. Uh, I I. It it was like a reality show. You know. With one of the one with one of them actually being a reality star, <laughs> right? So I don't, I don't, I to say I to say I I don't care would be like, eh, okay, you don't care, but yeah, I I don't, right? I I I just don't, and for me that's okay. Um, from what I seen from from the comments. Um, 
it wasn't that great of a debate. It it it, it didn't really go as great as, as as part one, right? That was maybe two or three weeks ago. Um, but it is what it is. Uh, I just hope that everybody gets out and votes. Um, like I said, I've been seeing a lot of people get out and vote uh, over this past week here in New York, uh, particularly here in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. Um, and I've been seeing a lot of people in Michigan and across the country voting as well, whether that be absentee or in person. So, um, like I said before, man, our votes really, really not even just matter right now, but they matter, period. And um, I know that I need to start taking voting more seriously. Um, so if I know that, I know that I need to get a lot of you guys just to, you know, get to know that as well like we need to definitely start taking voting more seriously um because we don't want to end up with another trump nor another biden yeah like we said most of us are voting for kamala <laughs> you feel me whether we like her or not to me she the best on ticket fuck you talking about so um you know like i said just make sure y'all get out there and uh y'all go vote okay um we're going to take a five-minute break, and we will be back. This is the PNA Brother Podcast with your boy, Devontae. Uh, episode 149, uh, we'll be back in five. What's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome back to the PNA Brother Podcast uh, with your boy, Devontae. Episode 149, we are in the PNA Topic of the Week. You feel me? And we are talking. Does, if, if your man... can't get you or doesn't pay your bills doesn't buy your bags doesn't buy it you know whatever whatever send them back to the streets right because because you know sweetie was like you know if your man don't pay your bills if you don't buy you don't buy again if you don't buy your bags you send his ass back to the streets okay lift her here and then you know Quavo was like shrug the shoulder said well you know that's what she said <laughs> basically and so you know, it sparked a real conversation, um, you know, on social media and uh, on the radio, you know, and um, I wanted to talk about it. I wanted, I wanted to dive into it because I think it's a concept that uh, uh, that is very confusing um, because I think there is a portion of people who really believe like that. Right. Um, I've met some people like that. Right. Not to say they're not bad people either. Right. They're not bad people. They're actually great people. But they have the mentality to where if you ain't doing for them financially. Right. If you're not upkeeping them. Then you. Bye. Get the fuck on. And. As for so long, I had to for so long you have to really think people don't think like you right and for me it's it's more of an emotional thing right like I'm not just giving it to you financially but emotionally time you know holding you down and everything like that even if you're the breadwinner right and so that's that that sparks something in my mind to sit here and say so what if what if he was really broken you were the breadwinner if he's not getting you all that we we send him back to the streets right and Charlemagne, with his crazy ass, asked a crazy ass question, which, which, which to me was a great question. 
in a sense where, you know, send him back to the streets. If he broke, what if what if what if you broke? You want to be sent back? You want to stay in the streets? You want to be sent back to the streets? Because nobody, in in a sense, wants to be broke. Right? Nobody wants that. Like, if you want to be broke, that's crazy. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But to get it out the mud, right, to struggle is a thing. That doesn't mean you're broke. That means you're struggling. Right? So, I find it funny when some people say, like, if he can't if he or she can't do this for me, buy this for me, yada, 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 give me these material things, send his ass back to the streets. But the same people who cry this cry also that nobody loves them, nobody cares for them, nobody gives them that attention, nobody gives... Well, in a sense, it's kind of a double-edged sword. You... You 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 want the Birkin, right? You want the bags. You want the you want the you want the cash. You want the money. You want the you want this lifestyle. And sorry to tell you, but with that lifestyle, love don't love is not involved. Relationship maybe, good sex, maybe, likability, maybe, maybe have a baby, pop out with one or two of them motherfuckers, huh? Beautiful kids. But to say that you now want love, you want caring, when you have the mentality of that, sending a woman or a man back to the street because they can't gift you. And hear me, not give you, but gift you. What you what what you want, Loki, what you can get yourself. If he ain't paying your bills, why does he have to pay your bills? Especially when y'all not married. Hello. I'm I'm sitting here saying, now women, do do what you do. Get your bills paid however you get it. But men, let me just talk to y'all real quick. The vagina must have must has has to be some type of mystical. If you sitting here paying all her bills and there's no ring on the finger, because here's for me, I ain't paying a damn thing. I don't care how mystical that pussy is. I'm not paying a damn thing. Now, you can tell me I need help. I'm kind of short. Can you lend me 50 to 100? Got you. Ain't no thing. But to pay your bill every month to add to my... Mm-mm. But that's a lifestyle. Right? That's a lifestyle. You got to think about the lifestyles. Because a lot of people like myself, we're struggling. I ain't going to be able to pay your bills. Send my ass back to the fucking streets. Do you hear me? I'll be in the streets. in the streets now. <laughs> Shit. Send my ass back to the fucking streets. Because I'm not paying for shit. Because you're not my wife. You're not my wife. And honestly, you don't plan to be. 
So why so why would I even do that? No. I don't care how much money I make or how much money I have. You understand what I'm saying? I don't care how much you can slob a knob like corn on the cob. You can ride the motherfucker till the wheels fall off. I'm not paying your bills. If you're going to struggle before me and then I pay your bills and then we and then I leave your ass, you're going to struggle after me. So why are you not doing for you? And that goes for men and women, because there's a lot of women out here that pay nigga bills. And I look at them like, what? This grown ass man and you. (laughs) He laid up on your couch like this. I'm sorry. I just have a. I'm sorry. I just think I have a different mentality. And that's okay. Like, like I said, people who have that type of mentality are still amazing ass people. They dope as fuck. But it just couldn't be me. It it for sure couldn't be me. You know what I'm saying? Like at all. But to each his own. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's really to each his own. Like, you think about it. A lot of people, you know, we, we, we've we had a, through our culture, preferably, like, in the last 30 to 20 to 30 years, that concept has definitely, like, taken on a culture of its own. And so, and it's probably been way more years on to that. But you just think about it. it that's been a thing. That's been a thing. But for me, I know I don't even like help the first. I don't even like to ask for it. Right? And so, and that and that's still a trait that I'm continuously working on and getting, you know, really definitely asking for more help, tangible help, you know what I'm saying? But To just be sitting here saying like, if a dude don't pay your bills, if he don't do that, send him back to the streets. Well, you about to send a lot of niggas back to the streets, because a lot of us out here that don't are not about to. We're not about to pay your bills. We're not about to sit here, and 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 just do for you and you do nothing, right? And it ain't all about the sex. No, for me, like, in that, in that culture, in that mentality, here's my thing. If I was in that culture, in that mentality, right, I'm not paying for shit. You better know how to cook, clean, cook, clean, everything, because I know how to do that shit. If you want me to pay your shit, you better know how to do everything my mama taught me know how to do. Cook, clean, all that shit. And I ain't talking about boiling no fucking ramen noodles, because a lot of, a lot of, my generation women can't cook. It's some, trust me, it's some out there. I've, I've tasted their food. They can they can throw down in the kitchen. But there's a lot of y'all motherfuckers out there that can't throw down in the kitchen and know, know only how to boil some fucking water and got the nerve. And the same ones be having the nerve to sit here and say, if he ain't paying your bills, not saying Sweetie can't do that. Not saying Sweetie can't cook and shit like that. But it be girls like Sweetie. 
okay? Who be saying the same shit but can't do a damn thing. Can't go grocery shopping, can't shop for shit, but can spin up a shit. But you be asking for what? What are you even giving? Nothing. So sit your hot ass down. Because you ain't giving shit. So why would I? I'm just saying. And this is, this is, let me make this clear. This is no disrespect to Sweetie. Right? Because where her and Quavo are at, shit. Quavo can do that. Sweetie got her own money. She good. She straight. And like I said, it's, it's some girls who really think like that. It's men who really think like that. But then some of those same men and some of those same women who think like that want love and marriage and kids and wonder why they don't get that. It's because you have this mentality of you sending your niggas back or, or your girls back to the streets because they can't gift you with what you want and what you desire. Oh, I got a standard. Oh, I got that. Okay, well, that's cool. Find you, find you that dude with that standard. But just know he gonna have some, he's going to have some obligations also. And it's not going to be what you want. And so when you enter those types of lifestyles, you don't get what you want. All the time. You may get some of, some of the stuff that you want, but you ain't getting all of it. And then you get mad. No, 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 no. This, this, is, this is the lifestyle you want. So some shit come with it, some shit don't. And you better chuck it up. Now, if you want to get out this lifestyle, by all means, find you a love. But that means probably doubling down on your lifestyle. Maybe finding you somebody who's not going to gift you everything that you want and and and, and um, everything that you ask for and shit like that. And it's teaching you really like, yo... Checking for a person for their spirit, their their um their emotional and their spiritual instead of their just they pain. But you know, I'm just here, so I won't get fine, y'all. But that's it. I just I just wanted to bring that conversation to y'all. Let me know what y'all think. You know what I'm saying? Let me know what y'all think in the comments. Definitely. Um share this with everybody. You feel me? Because it was it was just interesting. I always hear that concept. You know, and it's just interesting. It's a, it's, a, it's an interesting concept to talk about we might talk about it later on the after dark show too um i love you guys make sure that y'all you know follow us on uh social media um on instagram and facebook uh facebook the opinionated brother podcast um on instagram t-o-b double underscore p-o-d-c-a-s-t that's t-o-b double underscore podcast um you can also listen to us um everywhere on all dsps we are on apple i uh, i SoundCloud, Spotify, Google, um, everywhere. You can also listen to me on your desktop, um, on my website at www.tyronzix.com forward slash T-O-B pod. All right. Listen, I love you guys. I appreciate you for kicking it with me. I will be back again um, for Thursday for the, uh, for the After Dark show. Be good. Stay easy. Stay breezy. I love you. Peace, love, and hair grease.